Welcome to Permission to Thrive. I'm your host, Susie Lula. As a spiritual therapist for over 20 years, I have the honor and privilege of ushering women and mothers just like you on a journey from simply surviving to powerfully thriving. I also have the honor of raising our son, Will, who is now a young adult with my longtime partner, Jamie. So I'm right there on the journey with you. Consider this your personal sanctuary, your space to meet your heart, embrace your messy, and come home to your most authentic, extraordinary self. My hope is that you leave resourced and inspired because you are here to shine. Welcome to Permission to Thrive. Hello, everyone. Welcome. I am so excited to do this episode. I've wanted to do an episode on the inner child for a very long time. I get requests, DMs, texts, emails all the time asking for a deeper understanding around the inner child. The inner child is one of the most misunderstood parts of the personal growth path and journey. And for anyone who's known me for more than five minutes, you know that I just love all things inner child because I know that the inner child is the portal. The inner child is the bridge. The inner child is our most authentic self, our freest self, our most joyful self, our unencumbered, liberated, expansive self. So I'm very excited to dive in to this part of our consciousness that I'm passionate about assisting you to connect and reconnect with. So as I said, the inner child is very misunderstood. The inner child is the part of us that is your most authentic self. Think of when you were born. Think of any newborn. When you see a newborn just lying on a bed, looking out of a window, gazing out into the light, a newborn comes onto planet Earth, naked, open, receptive, joyful, unconditioned, preconditioned, before you have been conditioned by this world by the family that you came through, by the culture that you're born into. You are an open canvas. You are a blank canvas. You are pure joy itself. You have come here with gifts that you have come here to bring and to share and contribute. Within each one of us, there is a joy. There is a childlike wonder. There is awe. There is curiosity, there's creativity and inspiration. You are creativity itself. You are joy itself. You're abundant, you are prosperous, you are whole. Your inner child, the inner child within you, this aspect of yourself is your most authentic self. It is your divinity itself. It is your worthiness. It is the part of you that knows that you are whole, that you have come here to be unabashed and unapologetically 
joyful and prosperous and creative and giving of your gifts and loving and kind. You've come here to learn different lessons. You've come here to express those gifts. So I hope that this is giving you a flavor of the inner child. You might not be in this moment connected to that aspect of yourself that is so free, that is so unencumbered, that is so light, lighthearted, wise, clear, curious. You might not be in touch with that part of you, but that part of you is within you. It is your essence, your most innocent self, your most expansive self. If you think of yourself when you were born and you think of yourself or any child under the age of probably two, most children, most of us under the age of two, before we get too conditioned, there is a joy. It is unabashed. We are unapologetic about expressing it. There is a part of us that cannot be contained into this world. We were taught and indoctrinated to keep ourselves into a box, to dim our light, to constrict ourselves. But the largest part of us, the most authentic part of us, is a place that is expansive beyond limitation, expansive into infinite potential, infinite possibilities. This is your essential self. This is your authentic nature. You are expansive. So you are a divine, whole, worthy, complete, regal, luminous, majestic being. This is your essence and your nature. And then you are born into a family who has forgotten its essence and nature, most likely. You are born into a culture that has largely forgotten its essence and nature most often. And you're born into this world that experiences so much suffering and forgetting of who we truly are and the beauty of ourselves and the beauty of this planet. Planet is so beautiful and we are here to enjoy it. We are here to contribute to it. We are here to share our innate gifts with it and with everyone around us. We are here to perfect our loving and to love all those in our world around us. And what happens is we're born into a culture, into a family who has largely forgotten who we truly are, they truly are. I was born into a family where my mom forgot who she was. And so when we forget who we are, it's challenging to then allow those around us to thrive in their authenticity. If we are dimming our light, if we are forgetting who we are, if we are constricted and limited, we can only relate to another individual from our most expanded place. And, and if we ourselves are still in conditioning and limitation, we're going to pass that on to others. So 
most probably in your own upbringing in some way, shape, form, you were conditioned into thinking that you are less than who you truly are. So we have our authentic self, which is the true inner child, the divine self, the worthy self. This is your soul self, your spiritual nature. And then we start moving through life and we begin forgetting who we truly are. We begin forgetting that spiritual nature, that soul self, because as we acclimate and get acclimated into this world and into the families that we are born into, we go through different experiences. Perhaps you were told in some way, shape or form that who you are is not enough. Perhaps you did not receive the love and the connection that you needed to thrive. Perhaps no one mirrored back to you, reflected back to you how beautiful you are, how essential you are, how important you are, how precious your life is. Perhaps you didn't feel that your life was precious. Perhaps you didn't feel cherished. Perhaps you didn't feel adored. Perhaps you didn't experience that connection or an individual, a parent, a culture saying, you are here to thrive, you matter. What you have to bring is important. You have gifts within you. I see those gifts. You are here to share those gifts. I see you, you matter. You are worthy. You are abundance itself. You are prosperity itself. You are here to live out a joyful life. You are here and you are given everything that you need in order to live out the life that you came here to live in only the way that you can live it. So most often, most of us received messages that were antithetical to our true nature. And so we've gone through hurts and traumas and different experiences that would not only have us forget who we truly are, has us split off, has us feel disconnected from our most radiant self, from our most luminous self, from our brightest self, from that light that we are. We, through those experiences and through the messaging, we begin to feel separate. So as we begin to feel separate and that place inside of us that is joy and awe and wonder, it is a very unprotected, undefended part of you. If you think of a child under the age of two, they're very unprotected, very undefended. And when life begins to happen to us and we are undefended, what do we most often start to do? We start to protect the light within us. The light is still there. Our gifts are still there. Your authenticity and joy is all still there, but we learn to protect it. We keep it behind an armor or a self-protection, which I call the survival self. You learned when you were very young how to quote, survive in your family of origin, how to quote, survive in your culture, how to survive in this world. Some people, to varying and differing degrees, depending on the traumas, the life experiences, 
the things that you saw and experienced, the things that were perhaps inflicted upon you, you learned to dim your own light. You learned to protect your own light. This is what I call the survival self. You learned how to adapt. You learned how to survive. So as I'm speaking, I want you to begin to call forward some of the experiences that you went through, some of the ways that you were treated, some of the ways that you were indoctrinated into believing that you are less than who you truly are, less than your most authentic self, separate from your gifts, separate from that innocence. Begin to listen for the messages you were taught, the things that you perceived, the ways that you perceived what happened to you and begin to see, oh, I see. This is how I started dimming my light. This is how I found to survive in my family, in my culture, in this world. How is it that you learned how to survive? I learned how to survive by thinking I don't need anything. I am not going to ask you for anything because in my early experience, I didn't feel that I received what it is that I really needed. So because I was not receiving, not receiving, not receiving, I learned to survive without asking for anything. So I became the person that was everybody else's go-to person. I am the person that can provide, but I'm not the person that's going to ask to receive. That is my survival self. I feel more comfortable in the giving. I can take care of you, but I don't need anything. I don't need to receive anything. So as you're hearing me, I want you to begin to ask yourself, how is it that you learned to survive? Perhaps you learned that your needs weren't going to get met anyway from this outer world. So you stopped asking to have your needs met and you just powered through. Perhaps you collapsed in on yourself. Perhaps you're a very sensitive individual and you had so much trauma coming at you that you suppressed your own light and you perhaps took some of the judgment and criticism and trauma that you were experiencing and internalized that, began to have intense self-criticism, self-judgment, self-shame. Perhaps you took what was happening externally and then you started inflicting that upon yourself. So these are all ways that you learn to survive in your family of origin, in your culture, in this world, in order to ultimately protect those gifts, to protect your light. Because again, when you are unprotected as a child, when you are undefended, when you are in your joy, unabashedly, unapologetically being yourself, and then life happens, someone shames you, someone judges you, someone criticizes you. Life happens, a parent leaves, a parent is experiencing alcoholism or drug abuse or mental health issues, or your culture is a culture that tells you, oh, you're a woman, you can't shine your light. Oh, you're a woman, cover yourself. Or whatever it is that you went through, you learned to survive. That place within you, 
that I call the survival self is to be celebrated. Others often call this your ego, an egoic shell, and often we berate the ego. We say the ego has hardened us or the ego is keeping us away from our authentic self or the ego is, is there trying to take us down, self-sabotage. The survival self, the part of you that learned to survive in your childhood, in your family of origin, deserves to be celebrated. This is a place inside of you that learned to survive. And you're here right now because this place inside of you was resilient and it learned to survive. That way that you learned to survive, that you learned to protect yourself might not be needed anymore. There comes a time when it is time for us to mature, when it is time to grow out of less mature ways of keeping ourselves safe. So this was your survival self's way of learning to keep you safe and keep you safe it did and keep these treasures inside of you safe and keep them safe it did. And now that you are older, now that you are more able to be in a conscious relationship with your past traumas, with your past hurts, with your past wounds, you can look back and you can say, oh, I see. These are the ways that I have kept myself safe or tried to keep myself safe. So for me, when I look back and I look at perhaps my life today and I see, oh, I learned to keep myself safe or tried by not asking for anything from anyone else, not wanting to be a burden, not wanting to put anyone out. So what is my learning from my survival self? I tell my survival self, thank you. I celebrate you because you learned not to keep going to an empty well to ask to have your needs met and you were resilient and you learned how to take care of yourself. I celebrate you. And now that I'm older, now that I'm more, more mature, now that I'm on a personal growth path, a spiritual path, a path of awakening, a path of expansion, I see that to be a part of this world is to give and to take care of others and also to receive. Because if I don't learn how to also receive, I will live my life out of balance. And there are ways right now in your life that your survival self was brilliant, it took care of you, it protected you, and now though, it has you living a life that is out of balance. So now as you're hearing me, I want you to begin to ask yourself, how was my survival self so brilliant? And now how might it be having me live out of balance? I needed to learn how to receive. I needed to learn how to be more vulnerable. I needed to learn how to balance the part of me that's really great at taking care of others and also living in a way that recognizes that we are not here to only care for others, but the receiving from others is as integral 
as the giving to others. So I want you to be becoming aware of the way that your survival self has taken care of you up until now. But now, and most often, and especially with women, men as well, we become out of balance most often because we are overgivers, we are overdoers. And part of our reconnecting back with our most authentic self is about learning to be vulnerable, learning to receive, learning how to create inner safety. When you have inner safety, you will begin to relax. And when your nervous system begins to relax, that authentic part of you is like a seed and a sprout. And the safer you create your inner consciousness, the more that sprout will start to blossom. And what happens is we go back and we begin to see ourselves. You can, right now, begin to just place your hand on your heart and feel into there are authentic qualities within you that have always been there and they are there right now just waiting for you to come retrieve them, reconnect with them, rescue them, bring them into your heart right now. So I want to take us through a guided process that will assist you to reconnect with your most treasured gifts inside, the places inside of you that make you uniquely you, the places inside of you that perhaps you have lost and let go of, and you haven't held them close in your heart because they weren't held close in someone else's heart. So I'm going to take us through a process now to reconnect with these places inside of you that are waiting for you right now. So if it feels right to you, gently close your eyes. If you're driving or walking and that doesn't feel right to you, perfectly fine. Just allow yourself to reconnect with your heart right now. Take a nice deep breath in and as you're inhaling, feel your breath move you from your mind down into your heart. And simply be willing. Be willing to feel your heart so happy right now that you are getting ready to go reconnect with a part of yourself that is waiting for you right now. There's a part of yourself that was born into this world that is waiting for you to rescue it, to reconnect with it, to recover it, to bring it into your heart right now. So take a moment and begin to remember Oh, there are places and qualities within me that make me uniquely me that perhaps in my family, they were shunned, they were shamed, they were judged, they were criticized. What are the places, the qualities within you? Were you perhaps very sensitive? Maybe you loved music. Maybe you loved nature. Maybe you were very inquisitive and you were told that you talked too much. Maybe you were very curious and you were told that you asked too many questions. Maybe you were a born leader and you were told children are to be seen but not heard. So begin to see who were you before you were conditioned. Who was I 
before I was conditioned away from my authentic self, my joyful self. Come in contact with a place inside of you that is unapologetic, that is unabashedly joyful, that knows that you are abundant, that you are prosperous, that you are creative beyond measure, that you are wise, that you are fun-loving, that you are light, that you are light-hearted. You are remembering who you are before you were conditioned away from who you are. And if you truly, truly want to take this to a deep place, begin to imagine who you are before your parents were even born. You were once a soul, a spirit, before you were even incarnated into this world and the qualities that you are, you brought in with you. And then perhaps people try to push you down, dim your light, put you into a box, have you color within the lines, have you use only certain colors that they approved of. But there is a you inside of you that is joyful, that is creative, that cannot be contained. A place that has so much elation and awe and curiosity and creativity. There's a place that's so loving and you came here to love and you know it. You came here to love and you know it. And so you're just allowing yourself to tap into the places that you know, that you know, that you know who you are. And someone just out of their own limitations, had you try to constrict yourself into a smaller box, into a dimmer space, into a closeted space. And today in this moment, you're opening your own closet door and you are allowing yourself to come out to be free. Who are you when you allow yourself to come out and be free? Who are you? Who are you when you allow yourself to come out and be free in your own consciousness, in your family, with your parents, with your children, with your in-laws, with your friends? Who are you when you allow yourself to come out of the closet and are free unabashedly? Who are you? What are your gifts? How do you love? What is your authentic recipe. There's an authentic recipe for what lights Susie Lula up. There's an authentic recipe with what lights you up. And you are here to bring that light everywhere that you go. So as you begin to open your eyes, if they were closed, you begin to ask yourself, what is the light within me? And who am I when I connect with that light and bring that light everywhere I go? And you begin to envision yourself right now reconnecting with the light that is within you, the love that is within you, your own connection to this stream, this flow, this source, this infinite wellspring of love and generosity and wisdom and joy. And imagine yourself, envision yourself feeling in your nervous system that you are connected with your holy self, your sacred self, your divine self luminous light filled self. And now 
Envision, I bring it everywhere that I go. Imagine bringing that light to your relationship with your children, bringing that light with your relationship with your husband, bringing that light with your relationship with your friends. Bring it to the individuals, the areas, the relationships in your life. How would they change? How would they all brighten if you were brighter? It may have you leave a relationship. It may have you recognize that there are individuals in your life that are too small for you now. When you are following that light, that light will light your way and it will prompt you into your next ideation, into your next chapter, into that transformative, alchemicalized, transformed self. It will prompt you to your next greatest yet to be. So as we bring this to completion, I want you to set an intention for yourself to invite your most authentic self out. Just an invitation. And one of the best ways to do this is to write yourself an apology letter. To begin to say to yourself, I recognize that I have not been seeing who I truly am. I have not been seeing all the light within me. I have not been seeing all the gifts within me. Perhaps I have been criticizing myself, judging myself, shaming myself. I apologize. The best apology is a change of behavior. So you say to yourself, I apologize that I have not been seeing you accurately, that I have not been cherishing the preciousness of my life, the preciousness of my gifts. I apologize. And the best apology is letting you know that from this moment forward, I intend to truly see myself, to truly see my gifts, to truly see that my life is precious, to truly be on the path to cherish myself, my life, my gifts. There's nothing more important than tending to your own gifts, to your own life, to your own light so that you can best bring that light to everyone else in your life. So I apologize. I'm sorry I haven't been seeing the light that I am. I apologize that I have not been cherishing this precious body, this precious body temple, these precious gifts, my destiny, my purpose, my dharma, my gifts, my joy, my abundance, prosperity, wisdom, clarity, creativity, inspiration, artistry. I apologize that I have not been seeing these places in me. And I, I'm apologizing that I have not been tending to these places within me. And my best apology is saying that my actions moving forward will include that I see myself, I see my gifts, I celebrate myself. I celebrate my gifts. I see myself as precious. I see myself as divine. I see myself as worthy and whole and worthy of being celebrated and worthy of standing in and embodying the light that I am, the gifts that I have to bring. I am willing not to waste one more moment of my life in the darkness, holding myself down, constricting myself, 
I am here to free myself. I am here to liberate myself. I am here opening the door of any closeted parts of myself. And I'm here to let those closeted parts of myself out free to shine. You are here to shine. You are here to thrive. So you are writing to yourself. I see that I am here to shine. I am here to thrive. And I will do everything necessary to fulfill the need in me that has a need to shine, a need to be that light-filled individual everywhere that I go. I am here to fulfill the needs within me that did not get met when I was young. I am here to give to myself now that which was not given to me. I am aware it wasn't given to me and I am willing to give it to myself now. And so throughout this week, be willing to reconnect with these places inside of you that are hungry and thirsty for your own connection, for your own acknowledgement, for your own appreciation. It's like a flower that's wilting and you tend to it. You put it out in the sunshine, you give it water, you tend to it, you love it. You're, you bring your loving kindness to this wilting flower. When you bring your loving kindness to any places inside of you that have been wilting, you will see that you, they will be revived. You will be reconnected. You will be recovering them, rescuing them, connecting to them again. You are the bringer of the light to these wilting places within you. And then what will happen is you will have a great understanding of the inner child, the divine child, because it feels so good to nourish yourself. It feels so good to let these places out of your own closet. It feels so good to let your gifts out of your inner closeted self. It feels so good to let yourself shine. It feels so good to give yourself permission to thrive. And that permission to thrive doesn't have anything to do with materialism. It is an inner permission that you give the light within your heart, within your being, the light that you are, permission to be unabashedly clear and manifest and fully expressed that you are not holding yourself back, that you are not dimming your own light, that you are not dimming your own light for one more moment of your life. This is what I want for each one of you. This is what I will join together with you this week in doing with you my own self-exploration and my own self-liberation. So this week's podcast assignment is self-exploration and self-liberation. I meet you in the light of your most beautiful divine self. So just take one last moment, maybe place your hand on your heart, ask yourself for any takeaways from this episode, any places within you that are wanting you to see them, to reconnect with them, to light that light that perhaps has gone out, to water that wilted part of you, Listen for any of the places that are calling for you to be more fully self-expressed this week. 
be envisioning where you're going to bring them out into your life. Liberate these places within you. Agree, be willing to practice this week with me, and then I will see you next week. This is your week to shine if there ever was one. This is your week to thrive if there ever was one. Much love, everyone, and give yourself permission to thrive this week. See you next week. Thank you so much for listening. If there was something in this conversation that spoke to you, we'd so appreciate it if you would take the time to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and share this episode with women and mothers you know, because you are here to thrive. See you next time.